Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bobblehead Podcast. Uh, today is a really good day, and Dav and I dive into the concept of how do we spend our weekends, how do we recharge, um, how do we deal with a stressful week, and not bring that into the weekend. Um, what does that mean? Um, how do how do we do it? What's the ideas behind that? Um, Davin gives some really good examples from his army days of some things he went through of how to be successful in the middle of a test and how to have some time off or a little bit of mindfulness time away from the stressful part of work or whatever you've been working on. So I think you get a lot out of this. So uh, sit back and enjoy. Thanks for being here. Here we go. Well, then you talk about one of those days where we're like, what are we talking about today? (laughs) (laughs) And Um, I thought you had, I thought you knew we were going to talk about. Yeah, I I, thought you did. No, I thought you did. I I came down to your office to like lament. I saw Sophie. I'm like, I have no idea what we're talking about today. (laughs) And I think you were, I don't know if you were walking laps or whatever, but same thing. I'm like, I have no idea what to talk about. So I had to walk over to Neiman's because um, we spent 30 minutes last night looking at I guess I guess they're called something. What do you what do you call like shades of skin tones? Is that what that is? So um, Jimmy went to some laser thing to laser off. Like in her family, she has these little kind of spots. You get spots kind of on her arm and her yeah. face sometimes. And so they're supposed to laser those and like it makes them come off. I forget. There's a word for it. Whatever. Right. So the lady that was doing it, I don't know if she used the wrong laser head or whatever, but poor thing. She has these big spot on her right cheek and two on her left cheek. And it literally looks like they're scabs. Are they healed? So, no, this shit happened like two days ago. Okay. And so the lady's like, oops. Like, wait, what do you mean oops? Right. <laughs> and so anyway, so this weekend we, uh, we have a Mavs game and, and uh, going to that concert. Yeah. That you, that I love it thing. And so she's like, I can't go like this. So she, Heather, her friend, Heather, She's like, hey, first of all, here's a picture. Is this okay? She goes, yeah, it looks like it's going to be fine. It'll heal up. Um, she's like, what do I do? And she's like, try this concealer. So Lou spent 30 minutes last night holding a laptop up to her face of, here's, is it, what's the right shade? And she was like, you know, I think it's this. And they would have a like picture of some, you know, really tan Italian woman on it. I'm like, I don't think that's it. How do you? And then the other one is like super pale, and I'm like, I don't think that's either. Yeah, yeah. and you have to approach that with a pretty deft touch. Like you do. You maybe do. that's not you. Yeah, it's it's um. Yeah. So anyway, so I got a screenshot last night of what she's been to get across over at Neiman's. So I walk over there and I'm like, yeah, we don't have this. It's the other store though. So I'm like, okay. So, Where's the other store? Um, North Park. I think North Park. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure we'll leave for Dallas for the game tonight early. So we can go by and get that, which I get it hundred percent get it. I mean, you know, when I get like an arm growing out of the side of my face, you know, I don't, that, I think that's kind of weird. Yeah. You know, I think there's probably a few times in life where you never want to hear the word oops. <laughs> and one of those is when you're getting your face lasered, right? Like haircuts yeah. one thing. Cause yeah. that hair is going to grow back. Yeah. Right. But like you, you start hearing the word oops, but you know, the worst time you can ever hear oops, right? I could think of a few. That would be vasectomy would be number one. Yeah. You'd never want to hear that during a vasectomy. Yeah. That's a whole different podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't have to get into that today, but no. And, and 
you know, but one of the miracles of modern science, I would, I would argue would be, <laughs> would, that. would be the vasectomy. Um, and you know, it's always not adding things, it's taking things away like gallbladder or, you know. Yeah. I think we call that addition by subtraction. I think they do. Yeah. 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 Addition, addition by subtraction. Addition by subtraction. That does kind of work in that. Yeah. It, it really does. Or it could be subtraction by subtraction. Subtraction in that by subtraction. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I remember, and we may have to edit this out, but like I, I was, I was there, right? And I went for the consult with this guy, and we had a conversation, you know, talking about healthcare IT and things like that. Right. And I went back, and and I was the last patient that they had before they shut down for COVID. <laughs> and so it was on like a Friday at one forty-five, and everybody else canceled because again, like the world was getting ready to die for right, COVID. Right. And I was the the lone brave soul that went. And so, you know, you go in and we don't have to get into the nitty gritty of this thing, but you know, like it's a relatively intimate procedure. Right. Right. And so I'm in there and thankfully, like there wasn't a whole lot of, there wasn't really any nurses involved until after the fact. Right. So the guy comes in and, you know, like, obviously we go through the the numbing part and we're having a conversation and he's like, you're, you're in healthcare IT. Right. And I paused and I said, you can tell that from down there. (laughs) Did you say (laughs) that? When I said this business gets a, gets to be a part of you, you didn't realize just quite. He, so, had, he had to stop what he was doing and push you away. Said to laugh. And he's like, okay, that was good. <laughs> that's great. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I think um, the scariest part for me is when, um, you know, the wife set this up for me, right? It's set the appointment the whole bit. I walk in, I'm like, that's a kind of weird name on the on the door. Um, his last name was P A I N E, Pain, Doctor Pain, <laughs> Doctor Pain. Yeah. So Doctor Pain was who I was about to see to have that intimate procedure done. Well, and I remember I talked. Maybe it was you that you know, I talked to quite a few guys. They're like they went in an hour prior and I gave them a Valium or something like that, right? I didn't kind get of like, that. No, I didn't get it either. And and I was kind of excited about that. So I yeah. show up and I'm like, let's yeah. go, let's get a Valium in me. You yeah. know, and it's like yeah. I'm waiting on bated breath, and yeah. I finally went up and asked like. And just I'm wanting to make sure that I'm going to get right. my, uh, yeah. you know, whatever I need to do yeah. to take the edge off. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No. We'll give you an ice pack when you leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <You'll be> like, <laughs> Insurance didn't approve that. Yeah. Uh, your, your, what you get is a, uh, is a bag of frozen peas <laughs> purchased by you. <laughs> you, you get the military discount, which comes with special options like a bag of peas. Yeah. No kidding. Like, it's yeah. just the Walmart great value. Is that the kind of when you had your, uh, didn't you say that, didn't you have your uh, wisdom teeth taken out in the army? Oh, yeah. And, and, and that and they, was, and they knocked you out, right? Yeah, no, like <laughs> I, I wish they would have hit me with a hammer, yeah. but they, you know, a lot of times in the military, especially if you're on the reserve side, it's done by civilian contractors. Uh, but it, when you're yeah. active military, they're you know, a lot of times new doctors or new practitioners will go spend time there to right. avoid, you know, like high malpractice. Sure. Costs, right. <laughs> but they're not really truly good at what they do yet. Well, they're, they're learning. And this guy was like up on the table. So like the left side wasn't that bad, but the right side wasn't even really that numb. And the dude was like up on the chair, like ripping these things out. I mean, just in the guy in front of me and I knew him well, he, he had a hole ripped in his sinus from the procedure. And I remember thinking, I was like, man, I don't ever want to get another dental procedure again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and it was just, you know, one of the benefits of being in the military, buddy. Well, just, you know, it's uh, it's like when they give you the haircut, right? Yeah. First haircut, just line up, sit down, shut up. We're going to get this done. And cause you've, you've got a full thing this afternoon. You've got to go crawl in the mud. And when you talk about something that came full circle, you know, with the hair, like it, like I've just, 
I, it's it's ended where it began. Like, just <laughs> no hair, and now yeah. it's just. But the funny thing is, I don't have to worry about it all that often. Maybe your body just got where it said, "I like this." Yeah, I kind of like this, but um, you know, it's it's again, I we're kind of bouncing around a whole bunch, but it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, some days I think I can grow this thing out. You know, yeah. like I got, I think I got this. When like I, this, this is a choice of mine. When you say this thing, are you referring to like? One string of hair, or? right? Yeah, there's there's patches, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, like like a dog with mange kind of thing. But I'm like, I could, I'm pretty sure I could grow this bad boy out. Like this, this shaving my head thing is a choice because I'm a man, and men have choices. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and, hey, can I ask you a question? Does that make you feel better about it? Sometimes. And, <laughs> okay. And then I see the top of my head, like I catch a glimpse in the mirror, and I'm like, no, brother, dude, I know. <laughs> that ship is I think safe. for Christmas, I'm gonna give you a rug, a really nice. You can you can just get, I'll give you some glue with it. You just paste that thing down. You can give you the give you the Donald Trump like way smart out Where, here. Yeah, like the wind blows and mm -hmm. like it kind of waves itself over. Yeah, but that's my favorite thing about guys that are losing their hair is they like grow out back here and then just flood it over the front. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool until the wind blows and then it's like it looks like a plate comes off, right? It's like it comes out. It's it's like it's talking to you in the wind. You know, I really want to try the the skullet. The skullet. You know what I mean? Do like, I know what the skullet is? So. Being bald, it's it's just unfortunately for me, it's the top. Like I can grow a cul-de-sac. Like if I grow okay. mm -hmm. my hair out, like mm -hmm. I can grow, you know, a solid hair bumper. Sure. And so for me, I'm thinking I could grow a mullet, but with bald on top. So oh. bald on top, cul-de-sac with the flowing locks of a mullet, with just the most beautiful Montana mud flap coming <laughs> out think, the back of it that you'd ever I seen. I think that I think that sounds <laughs> a lot like your midlife crisis is going to happen. Just, like, I, I, it's a trend. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. I don't. So, 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 uh, what are we talking about today? Now, Man, I, you know, I can't get that out of my head all day now, right? Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> That's the power of Photoshop. We'll, it we'll, is. we'll get you something sent over quick. So Thanks, you can, buddy. you can uh, frame it and put it in your, on your desk. Oh, it, the wall. You know, in, in honesty, kind of bounce. It's been one of those weeks, man. It really <laughs> has, you know, it, it just, it's been safe to say kind of an ass whip. Mm-hmm at work mm -hmm. um for all of us it's it's just been one of those weeks where it seems like it's a client issue after personnel issue after process issue just the, right. the week just kind of tends to drag on and and we we thrive inside of those things i, I really think a lot of people say that they do but i think as an organization <laughs> maybe just by practice alone yeah. we've learned to really kind of thrive in, in those right. in those moments you know we we've had endless podcasts about growth as in the struggle and mindsets and thinking about your thinking and it, it was a week of really having to apply that yeah yeah right. And, and, you know, I think we and I were texting back and forth a little bit. And I, I think I texted you, all this stuff's going on. I'm like, dude, you know I live for this. And and this is the part of, it, it's the scary part of my gift. It's also the good part of my gift. So I have to be careful, though, in that, you know, I thrive in change. Mm -hmm. And I thrive when things aren't going well. So it gives me a chance to look at how we can improve them or make them better, which is good. But it's nice to have someone like you that can vet some of that stuff so that, I'm not changing up a bunch of stuff on the team that doesn't need to be changed up um, just for the fact of trying things. I'm real big on trying things, right? right. Let's try this. And if that doesn't work, try this. And that, well, that's great, but that doesn't work with processes really well. Sure. You know? And it's a fool's errand to think that when you're going through those struggles or those challenges that you're just going to leave it at work. We've, we've, I think we had a series of podcasts on this, right? Did, as far yeah. as you know, balance in life and things yeah. like that. And so we, we, we both kind of relish the changes a little bit differently because of the way that we're, that we're built, but, um, it's taxing. It's not free, 
right? Yeah. It's not free mentally. It's not free emotionally. Yeah. And as a result of that, it's not free to our significant others either, right? right? Like it has an impact at night when you're sitting there and, you know, kind of loosely engaged in a conversation, but then you find yourself mentally drifting over towards an issue or a situation we have at work at how to deal with it, yeah. right? So, you know, the people that love us the most oftentimes bear the biggest brunt Mm-hmm. of of the issues that we have at work and again yeah. not by going home and being cantankerous or grumpy or anything like that but just right. because it's what we do it's who we are right, right? And, and those things aren't free and so i kind of posed the topic to you a little bit ago like how do you at the end of the week let that stuff go yeah you know and what do you do as tim elliott the husband tim elliott the father tim elliott the man do to kind of pour back into Jamie and pour back into your family unit on the weekends right. to make sure that we're achieving that some sort of balance that we try to get to. So. Yeah. And, you know, early on it was harder than it is now. And I think over time you kind of learn how to deal with it, but you know, I can remember back in the day when we didn't have a good week or I would have a really bad Thursday, Friday, man, it's everything within me to not come back up to the office on Saturday. Um, you know, I, I've back then, you know, my, I, it was hard to separate work from home. Um, and we'll talk a minute, kind of how I've figured that to how to separate that a little bit. But, um, man, if we had a really rough week, it was hard for me not to deal with it. And especially, you know, I'm, I'm a processor and a thinker like you are. And for me to go home that night after work, it's still, man, it's still in my mind. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still processing. I'm still stressed over it. And that typically leads to lack of sleep. And that would always lead to me tossing and turning, you know, Jimmy saying, Hey, why don't you just get up? If you're not going to sleep, just get up. So I'm like, fine. So I would get up and this is, man, this is back in the day when it was still like dial up, you know, modems and stuff, which most of the people <laughs> listening today don't have any idea what, what that, that was. Means, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I really couldn't go get on the computer and check things. And so I didn't have, didn't really have laptops that much back in the day. I did, but not that great. So I would just go sit on the couch and just think, you know, um, which is good and bad, you know, thinking within my thoughts, my thoughts within my thoughts, you know, deeper, deeper. Um, so a lot of times at six in the morning, I just go to the office, you know, at least I can have a pen and paper there. I can write, I can get up on the board. I knew something trying to figure this stuff out, but you know, that would lead to by the end of day, me coming up with some options and then going home and still thinking about it. So, you know, to answer your question, you know, back earlier in the, in my, career, it was more difficult. Um, then I learned where I, I learned that I needed a break. I learned I had to be able to get some sleep because, you know, the weekends for me are the ability to recharge and come back Monday with a clear head with energy. And that wasn't happening because I was just dragging things out over the weekend. I couldn't fix things on the weekend because nobody was really there. We couldn't start different things. It was just me. So what I kind of figured out how to do was to really list out Friday afternoon. And for me, I have to write things down. You're really good at Trello. I'm not. Is either write them on the board or write down or put it in my calendar Monday for here's the things I want to be sure and accomplish, right? Or here's the things to address. Um, and the only things that I take home are things are are things that, how can I make this better? Or how can I take this opportunity and do something positive with it? So you know, I try to leave the stressful part of the bad stuff till Monday because I really can't fix it until then anyway. But the happy, fun things that my brain likes, um, I try to take those and, and while I've got time Saturday, I'm at a workout or whatever it is, I can think about those things and let my mind be free 
and run in a way that my my mind likes to run, right? It's like the difference between, you know, it's like those guys that you see doing fast walking. It looks so awkward and it's so forced, you know? And so that's my brain trying to fix problems sometimes. Um, when I'm in stride and, you know, man, things are smooth and I'm, you know, second winds hit, my mind likes that. That's, that's my mind's second wind is dealing with things that are opportunity-based. So um, I literally have to, when I leave Friday or whatever the day it is, write down the things that I can't control and leave those for me to handle Monday. Um, I, I, you know me, if, if it's not written down, it sits on my shoulder and my mind, even though it's not on the front, it's back here, and it gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And, you know, I have to write things down. Because I write things down, I can pick them back up. When I forget what those things are, it just weighs on me, and I'm afraid I won't pick them back up. So the way my brain works is different than yours. You remember that stuff because you process those things differently than I do. I have to write them down to leave them. I remember, gosh, this was 15 years ago, Tim. I went to, uh, to jump master school for the Army. And, um, you know, technically one of the most challenging courses that I've ever been to. And the way that the course is broken down is that you have, you learn to go through the sequence of inspecting your parachutists to make sure that, you know, there's no, it's, it's put on the right way. There's no technical deficiencies that basically when they jump out of an airplane, the parachute's going to deploy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a very stressful course again, very gentlemanly, but you, you have to make sure that your sequence is perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. And it involves a ton of practicing. And then at the culmination of it is there's three jumpers in five minutes and they're each wearing something a little bit different. And you have to be able to inspect all three in five minutes, miss no more than two minor deficiencies and not miss any major deficiencies and have no sequence violations. And it's, it's challenging. You know, there's probably mm-hmm. a 60% dropout court dropout rate in each wow. one of these courses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's all about practice. Right. And I remember, I was doing so well because you you do what's called jam circles and as you go through it, you know, you're, you're timing it and the instructors are watching and they're giving you feedback. And so it's practice. The more reps, the better. Reps, 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 reps. And after the weekend, you go into that week and you have the opportunity, you start testing, right? And th- throughout that entire weekend, I did nothing but practice. Mm-hmm. Practice, practice, practice. I, I got hundreds of reps in and I got to that week and we graduated on a Friday and I failed on a Thursday afternoon. I just, I got it wrong, right? I just, I just failed to achieve my objectives. And I went back the next time and what I did is I was going through it. And during that weekend, I did very little. Mm -hmm. I set it aside and I went and played like racquetball and I went and worked out and I did those things. And it's that less is that concept that less is more. Right. And I went, it wasn't that it wasn't on my mind, but I took the time to focus on things outside of that direct task. Mm -hmm. And so when I went on Monday, I was refreshed. Right. And I was, I, I was healthy. I was mentally and emotionally in the right place. And I passed mm-hmm. on the first iteration. Yeah. And so I've tried to apply that ever since then to, you know, a little bit of the less is more is there's only so much you can do before you hit that point of diminishing returns Yeah. and sitting in an office on a Saturday after a tough week is you're just doubling down on it, right? You you're just doubling down and you're grinding away on something that you're never going to be able to solve in the moment. Yeah. Right. And so all you really have an opportunity to do is add emotional baggage to your shoulders and right. to your loved ones when you go home, right? right? And so that's where for me, you know, the week is all, is all about work and a lot of times it requires some late nights and there's some work dinners and there's some things that we have to do sure. that pull us away from from our families at night, right? right. So the weekend, it, it's just diving into and, and putting the attention of the focus on 
other people inside of the family unit, whether it's kids in sports, whether it's dinners with Lisa, whether it's a time, you know, like this weekend, we're going to Fort Worth right. to, to, to a concert and to stay overnight because it's a rare, rare opportunity where we don't have, you know, a collective group of the kids, right? So try to give as much back to the person that gives me a lot. And then that way I know when I go into next week, if, if next week is as rough as this week was, mm-hmm. then I've done the right thing and put that political and emotional capital where it needed to be put on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I feel good about going into next week, understanding that we're going to have a dinner Monday. We're going to have a dinner Thursday with right. some of the stuff we have going on. Right. And I don't have to worry about that burdening the people yeah. at home. Yeah. That's good. You know, it, it also, you know, you talking about that makes me think about, um, we've had him on the podcast before, you know, my friend Byron mm-hmm. and talking to him about, you know, and for those that haven't heard that before, he's a, he's a cornerback for the Dolphins. Great guy. Incredible athlete. So we were talking about, you know, what they go through during the week and, and how they do things and, and the method of how they do it. So you think about, you know, they play a game on Sunday and they're just beat up, right? Just they've given, you know, given everything mentally, physically, like 100%. The game's over and they're just, they're, they're broken and bruised and, knowing that there's a game coming up the next Sunday. So, you know, how do you prepare for that battle? How do you prepare for that? And, you know, you typically it's, it's either, you know, if they win, it's Monday off, Tuesday off or whatever, if they lose, whatever, but usually Monday is kind of a recovery day and they're spent uh, at the training table, you know, right. And it's ice and, you know, ice baths and stretching and PT and, you know, they have injuries dealing with those and, and then, you know, Tuesday's film room and some walkthrough of looking at the next week. And then Wednesday's a lot of times, you know, full pads of actually running against, you know, your defense against the, the opposition's offense, you know, and, and learning that stuff. And they do that. that then this Thursday morning is full on contact, really, you know, then Thursday afternoon is more, you know, film, film every day. And then Friday is just film. Saturday morning is walkthrough. Like nothing but t-shirt shorts, uh, helmets, and just walk through. And then Saturday afternoon, they have nothing, you know, unless they travel. And then they don't do anything. And they they don't talk about much of it. They let it go until, you know, the game. And the idea behind that is is to prepare, is recover, prepare, 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 and then play, right? And so it's really not that much difference than Mm -hmm. what we do during the week. It's, you know, we have to have time to recover emotionally, mentally. Um, You know, you think even, even our, um, you know, our system of how our brain works has to have recovery time. Um, One day in the podcast, we'll talk about uh, meditation and how I use that to do some of those things. But man, you know, if you don't take that time to a number one rest, and we've talked about this, the most important thing you can get is sleep. Um, getting some sleep, getting some rest, so that you can be a hundred percent of who you need to be on Monday when you crank things back up, is probably one of the most important things you can do, not just for yourself but for your organization professionally, and to give the time to your family and get into what's going on. If you're at that baseball game, be into that baseball game. Yep. Get your head into something simple like the baseball game. Um, you're, you're dealing with that, and so your head's in something simple like, you know, hit, run, catch, throw, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're dealing with that with kids instead of letting your mind wander back to this problem you're dealing with, right? So um, sometimes the simple things in life of, you know, you going out and cutting wood at the Marceau Ranch um, or, you know, doing little things like cleaning the driveway or, you know, I, I can remember – 
I, what, I forget what movie it was. Um, you know, I've talked about it before, but I think it was Morgan Freeman um, when he was playing God, and he's in this big white room, and he's got a mop, and he's literally just mopping. I'm like, what are you doing? You're God. He says, hey, listen, sometimes the <laughs> simplest, th- simplest things in life and the most monotonous things in life are the most, you know, the best things for your, for your mind. And, um, and it's really true. It's, it's getting your mind to simple things. And that's why people have hobbies, of course. But to do that on the weekend is really important to being 100% back on Monday. Well, and I think an important note with that, Tim, is, you know, it's one thing to practice it for yourself. And, and we, I think we do it quite well. But as a leader of an organization, allow your people to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is don't send them a stupid email on a Saturday. Yeah. Don't, don't set them up for failure when you know that you have to mentally recharge. Yeah. When you know that you have to pour your, your effort and your free time into the people that pour into you. And so we ask a lot of our people during the week, you know, yeah. there's, there's early mornings and there's late nights, depending on the client mm-hmm. needs. And so don't burden them with dumb stuff. Leave them alone. In, in fact, one of the things I'll tell you is just because you're thinking of it at one in the morning when you can't sleep, don't send an email at one in the morning because your thought is I need to get this out so I don't forget about it. Well, they're going to get it at 6am and freak out. Yep. Right. And they're going to start working on it and now they're shot. So, you know, I tell people, put the, put it in your calendar. Hey, Monday at nine o'clock, I've got some follow-ups and I need to do this and this and this. Put in your calendar so you don't forget about it, but don't send that until, until right. Monday or, we can have a conversation, give some context to what it is. Otherwise, you're going to freak somebody out on the other end. Yeah, even worse, ding. You send an email at one, ding. Your your VP picks it up or your director picks it up at one thirty. Do you think they're going to go back to sleep? Yeah, no. If it's on the boss's mind, it's going to be on their mind. Yeah. And then that's going to impact their sleep. That's going to impact their rest cycle. That's going to impact their ability to recharge. And it's going to have a trickle-down effect to the customer. It is. Right? And, and, to, their, and to their team. Yeah. And your stress and the way that you think about things at your level and my level needs to be a little bit different, right? Yeah. And so you have, to, you have to show restraint with that. And same thing, I think, with our kids too, right? Like, you know, we see them playing video games on a Friday night and it makes us, we're mad. Like, why, why are you just sitting around being lazy, playing video games? It's, it's tough being a kid. They have to yeah. go and focus at school for eight hours. Then they have their extracurricular activities for sports or whatever that happens to be. Mm-hmm. If they want to spend their free time playing Fortnite, yeah. leave them alone. Yeah. That's the way that they recharge. Right. And don't make your adult problems a kid's problem. Right. Yeah. So, That's good. So what would you say are your top two or three takeaways from this topic? Less is more, I think is a big part of it. Good. You know, thinking that you're going to be able to grind your gears and think more about a problem to to come up with a better solution is a fool's errand. Okay. And I, I like the whole idea of, of using your brain with quality rather than quantity. Yeah. Right. Is is the quality mind, quality the quality time with your mind needs to be specific and intentional. Mm-hmm. And then I would say the last one is the last point that we made is, you know, be mindful of that and be protective of that type of thinking with your employees and with your family members. Yeah, that's good. I like that. That's good. It's a, it's a good place to end. This is especially for, you know, an episode that we didn't know we were doing until we sat down. Yeah. It's, but that's where we sometimes do our best work. We'll see how this goes. Up. We'll yeah. see how this turns out. <laughs> so uh, with that being it. said, I hope that you're able to uh, put this week away, away behind you and go enjoy all the stuff that you're going to do this weekend and come back Monday. We got, we got a big week next week. Yeah, we really do. And, uh, I've, I've got a friend, uh, Casa Dragones. Oh, tr- oh really? Yeah. He's, he's going to come I heard he's a good tonight. guy. He's, he's a smooth talker. A little bit of soda, a little bit of lime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just gets sweeter and sweeter by the drink, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not the healthiest thing to recommend to people, but it's it's a reality of where we are. <laughs> 
I reject your reality and insert my own. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks so much. Yes, Enjoy sir. It.